Are you a perfectionist? Okay, if you're listening to this podcast, then chances are you are a perfectionist because I know many of the women who I work with who are women just like you, they are. They are perfectionists. And maybe your perfectionism has really helped you get to where you are today in your career or even in the efficient way you run your household. But the problem is perfectionism can be a double-edged sword and there are a few ways that it will interfere with your success and happiness. So in this episode of Happy Without Medicine, I'll be sharing three of the ways your perfectionism might be working against you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. Many of us pride ourselves in our perfectionism and for very good reason. I mean, if you are a neurosurgeon or a rocket scientist or an aircraft pilot or a nuclear plant operator, right? Then I hope your attention to detail is on level 100 plus, 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 plus. <laughs> because on, well, on a more serious note, yes, there are many industries where having perfectionistic tendencies is absolutely required. And yes, there are times when perfectionism and needing to get things done exactly right is crucially important because they're a matter of life and death. But for the majority of us, our perfectionistic tendencies might actually be getting in the way of two things that all of us want, and that is success at whatever it is we are putting our hands and our minds to, and true happiness in accordance to our core values, and the authentic version of ourselves. So in this episode of Happy Without Medicine, I want to share three ways that you can know if your perfectionism is getting in the way of your success and your happiness. And so the first way is you don't delegate or you don't ask for help because according to you, no one can do it as well as I can. If you don't delegate, the truth is that you will limit your growth, period. Which, yes, I guess is okay if you're trying to stay small in your career, your business, or you know, you're wanting to get by by doing this the bare minimum as a parent or a spouse, etc. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but I get the sense that doing the bare minimum for you listening right now just isn't in your DNA. Truthfully, though, there are only so many hours in a day. And if you're doing everything at home, at work, in your business, and you're trying to do things in a way that isn't just the bare minimum, then something will have to give. There's only so much time and only so much energy that you'll be able to assign and allocate to all your responsibilities. 
So instead of being available to give more time and energy to high value tasks like spending quality times with your kids, with your loved ones, exercising your body, getting to bed at a decent hour, you are ending up spreading yourself so thin and spending your energy and time on things that can quite frankly be easily done by somebody else. For example, can your kids fold their own clothes and put them away themselves? Can your spouse take over the responsibility of taking care of the dishes? So getting them clean and also putting them away. (laughs) Yeah, Might not put them away exactly the way that you want them to, but at least they've been put away, right? Can your assistant draft your letters, your emails, organize your inbox? Yes, yes, I get it. It might take some time on the front end to train them. And I can already hear you saying, well, it's just faster if I do it. Yes, it'll take some time to train them at the beginning to at least get things going. And no, like I said, they probably will not get it done exactly the way that you want them to. But the investment that you make now in training them and showing them what to do and how to do it will be well worth it once these tasks are off your plate. And yes, you must be willing to let it go if they don't get things exactly right. Because again, as long as it's not brain surgery or rocket science or rocket engineering or flying a plane, you must be willing to accept good enough, right? Done is better than perfect. I want you to say after me, done is better than perfect. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, so the second way to know if your perfectionism is getting in the way of your success and happiness is you procrastinate. Hmm. And you might be thinking, what? No, Dr. Yuande, no, I don't procrastinate because I'm a perfectionist. I procrastinate because I'm lazy. I procrastinate because I lack motivation. Okay, I hear you. But these things that you're telling yourself are probably things that you have been told over again by teachers or by parents or maybe even by friends and other loved ones. And although procrastination as a form of perfectionism comes as counterintuitive to many people, it stems from the idea that if I can't do it perfectly, then I won't do it at all, right? So if I can't do it exactly the way that I want to, then I won't even bother trying or starting. So for a bit of an example, people who have messy houses can sometimes be perfectionists because they have this all or nothing approach to their tasks. So if they can't fold all the laundry and get it exactly where it needs to be folded just right, then they won't even bother starting the laundry at all. So they end up having mountains of piled up laundry in their homes. So yes, I am guilty of this. So I thank God for my husband and my kids who have taken on the responsibility of doing laundry, which again is part of delegating going back to item number one, which we talked about, right? So it's not perfect when they do it, but at least it is done. 
or for some people, it's the kitchen. So if they can't get the kitchen spotless, exactly clean, so the countertops wiped down, the floor is mopped, the dishes are clean and put away, then they won't even bother starting the dishes at all. If you grew up hearing the axiom that goes, anything worth doing is worth doing well, and you procrastinate a lot, you just might be a perfectionist. Another way this procrastination shows up for me is in my messages, especially in my WhatsApp. So if I can't clear all, what do I have now? 86? (laughs) 86 unread messages, then I won't bother reading any of them at all. So what I've done is I've had to train myself to check at least some messages and push past the tendency to approach my messages as all or nothing. Again, I want to emphasize that it's not laziness, it's not a lack of motivation, it's not a lack of caring. How do I know? The mere fact that you're listening to this podcast is evidence that you're not a lazy person. You're someone who values growth, you're someone who values personal development, you're someone who cares, and more likely it's your perfectionism that's stopping you from taking action and doing these things that you know that you want to do and need to do. So what I want you to remember once again is that done is better than perfect. Set a timer, set a timer, start the task and then stop when your time is up. So five minute cleanups in the kitchen, in your living room, in your bedroom, in your bathroom, set the timer for five minutes, do what you can when the time is up and you move on to something else. Or maybe it's your 10-minute catch-ups at lunchtime for your emails and your text messages. Whatever it is, done, even if it's partially done, is better than perfect, okay? So moving on to number three. So the third way that your perfectionism might be getting in the way of your success and your happiness is you avoid doing the things that you used to love doing. So hobbies like painting or writing or cooking, trying different recipes because you're spending a significant amount of time correcting yourself, criticizing your mistakes and the imperfections that come with some of these hobbies and some of these things that you used to enjoy. And on top of the excessive amounts of time you're spending correcting yourself and not really moving forward on these hobbies, you're beginning to associate these activities that you used to enjoy, that used to be fun with now just being overall unpleasant for you because you're criticizing yourself in harsh, unkind ways, which of course is just taking out all the fun of the experience. That inner voice that is harsh, that is judgmental, that is unkind, is often called an inner critic or a judge. And addressing that inner voice takes work. And sometimes it's work that you can do on your own by purchasing books, reading about it, doing exercises, journaling, that kind of thing. And sometimes it's work that needs professional guidance, for example, from a therapist. And yes, this is the type of work that I do with several of my patients. So just a bit of a plug, if you are in the greater Toronto area and would like to connect with a therapist, then 
get in touch with me and let's see if I'm the right professional for you. You can go to my website. It is kamicounseling.com. So that's K-A-M-Y counseling with two L's.com. Fill out the contact form and let's get in touch. Or you can send an email to info at kamicounseling.com and my team will get in touch with you. We'll let you know what the next steps are. But All that to say is that the bottom line is if you're struggling with a harsh inner voice that's preventing you from enjoying the things that you used to love to do, you will need to do the work to get to a point where you're speaking to yourself in a kind, compassionate, encouraging way instead of a mean, judgmental, critical, self-deprecating way. Okay? So to summarize... In this episode, I went through three ways to know if your perfectionistic tendencies are getting in the way of your success and in the way of your happiness. The first is you don't delegate, you don't ask for help, you want to do everything yourself because if you don't do it, it's not going to get done right. Or two, you procrastinate, maybe not on everything. And that's the other thing. Procrastination isn't always a general thing, but you're procrastinating on certain things. And three, you avoid doing things that you used to love and used to enjoy because they're no longer fun, they're no longer enjoyable, they're no longer pleasurable due to the excessive perfectionism and criticism. So to end this episode with a quote, this quote has an unknown author and it goes, perfectionism is the art of never being satisfied. Perfectionism is the art of never being satisfied. So I just want to remind you and encourage you not to let your perfectionism get in the way of your satisfaction. Don't let it get in the way of your success and your happiness. And one thing, again, to keep in mind is that done is better than perfect. Good enough is good enough. Okay? And so if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone in your life who might benefit from these tips. And until next time, remember that I'm here fiercely advocating for your success and happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan Day, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.